Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the Donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. The show that explores the cultural battles and spiritual warfare of this modern world, as seen through the eyes of two brother Knights of Columbus. And now, here are your hosts, Brother Michael Clay and Brother Vince Vasquez. Welcome to Made for More on Spiritfield Radio with hosts me, Michael Clutt, and my co-host, Brother Vincent Vasquez. How you doing, Vince? I'm doing fantastic, Brother Michael. It's great to see you. It's great to be here again today recording uh, our little show. Yeah, it's always great to get into the studio, spend some time with you, and uh, you know, just hang out with our listeners and talk to them about what's on our mind. Yeah, Brother Michael, you know, we started this uh, last month, and uh, it was the first time that we did it, and uh, we're going to do it again, uh, this show, and then we're going to talk about our Supreme Chaplain's Monthly Challenge. Oh, excellent, excellent. And uh, our our Supreme Chaplain is uh, Archbishop William E. Laurie, and uh Every month he challenges us nights, and it's for anyone. Yeah, I remember our our uh, his challenge from last month, which was to spend time with our Lord in the Eucharist. And uh, you know, I've been trying to do that. I took on that challenge, and I've been trying to hang out at the church. And I have definitely gotten a different view of the church's life uh, during the week, uh, mm. going over there every evening, and. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, I spend some time in uh, adoration. I don't make it every day. And some days I'm just outside praying in general and just, you know, seeing what's going on. I'm trying to spend time in prayer at the church and, and go, making an extra effort to do that. It's been a wonderful challenge. So what is this month's um, challenge? Because I'm looking forward to it, to it as well. Yeah. So let me read his uh, gospel reading uh, that he has for this month's challenge. And it's from the gospel of Luke from August 28th. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. And he goes on to say an important part of humbling one oneself is not constantly focusing on one's needs, worries, and desires. If we want to put God and others before self, we must think about ourselves less often and others more. This really is seen in the life of Blessed Michael McGivney, whose feast day is August 13th. Father McGivney was constant in his humble service of God and neighbor. May we imitate his humility in our own lives. And this month, he challenges us to pray the Blessed Michael McGivney Novena for the attention to grow in humility. Second, he challenges us to support the Faith in Action Family Prayer Night or Family Week program, including in your efforts, devotions to Blessed Michael McGivney. So last month, like you like you mentioned, it was uh, spending some more time with the Eucharist. I like that he he published a challenge, we read it, and I spent more time with it 
like the Eucharist, as you, as you said you did. Yeah. And it wasn't daily. And like you said, it was, uh, but it was more than normal. So I think the challenge was a slightly successful yeah. because it got me uh, there a little bit more. And uh, now we are talking about uh, doing a, a novena to Father McGivney. Yeah, you know, whenever whenever humility comes up, I like to clown around and, and talk about how humble I am. In fact, I'm so humble that I'm humbler than you are. Um, but, but I, I don't know. That, that's pretty hard. I'm pretty <laughs> humble. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't work. But no, we, humility really is is not. I used to think of humility as like just putting myself down. And humility is not putting yourself down. Humility is trying to accurately reflect upon who and what you are more than putting yourself down. So, um, you know, if you um, uh, have a particular skill that you, you're really good at, well, you're good at that. You know, being humble doesn't mean that you denigrate what you what you can actually do, uh, but it is acknowledging, you know, what you can and what you can't do. Yeah, you know, I find sometimes there's a, there's a fine line between being proud of something and being not humble. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you know, there yeah. definitely is a fine line there that we can we can definitely cross and we can definitely get in trouble. But for an example, Mother Teresa, we look at her as as a, a classic example in humility. But, you know, she never shied away from the fact that she took care of the poor and she did a good job of taking care of the poor. She tried to be Jesus to them. So, um, you know, she didn't take pride in what she did, but she did what she did with uh, great humility, great care, great compassion. All right, so we got to say a we got to pray a novena to Blessed Father McGivney. Yeah, and real quick, that's what that is. It's a, it's a, the novena is a, an opening with the sign of the cross and a brief prayer, and then we reread the Supreme Chaplain's monthly challenge from the previous month. So okay. bringing that into your mind, and then uh, this 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 actually goes on. To how to host this in a setting where we would uh, set up the floor and then it's openly discussed, and then uh, we go through the the prayers. Okay, and then at the end you read the challenges for the next month. So you know, I think I haven't heard of councils doing anything with uh, just the Supreme Knights Challenge like this. Um, I think you and I both found that this uh, this past month got us a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. And God willing, uh, this will help us as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, just trying to get that word out there that this is something that members of the Knights of Columbus can do and build our faith and evangelize. And, you know, if we're having a program like this and and you welcome in parishioners that may not have gone to a novena before, hey, there we go. You know? Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I was thinking about doing the novena to uh, Father McGivney at home rather than at the church, but that's okay. It's it, This is just, uh, I think we just, I, I jumped around there a little bit. So there's the directions as you can do it as a council and as individuals. All right. Well, hey, Brother Vince, I don't know if you noticed, but I am truly excited The Knights of Columbus have come out with a new program called ASAP, which stands for Aid and Support After Pregnancy. And and I'm particularly excited about this. The Knights of Columbus announced it um, at uh, at an annual meeting of state deputies on uh, June 15th. So this, I believe, was just before the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And I know um, some time ago, 
Um, I was reading a Facebook post and, and somebody who was, I'll, I'll say pro-choice, I believe they were pro-choice, not pro-life, posted something that really convicted me. It was really a challenge to me. And what they had posted, and, and I've never forgotten it, I, I took it to heart because it really had a lot of meaning for me. And basically the post had said something to the effect of, if your only goal is to avoid abortion and get the baby born, and then you don't support that baby with medical care and food and housing and clothing and education, then you're really not pro-life, you're just pro-birth. Yes. And I thought, wow, you know, and so that really convicted me. So I've been trying to uh, be aware of that, be conscious of that um, as I go through my life. You know, as we know, the the Catholic Church is pro-life from uh, conception to to natural death. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's a lot of places we could go there talking about different things as we talk about conception to natural death. But Anyway, the Knights of Columbus came out with this program, ASAP, Aid and Support After Pregnancy, and they've been pushing it pretty hard, so I thought we might want to spend some time talking about it as we uh, go through the show today and and, uh, make sure that uh, people are aware of of what's going on and what's happening. Let me just highlight uh, something from the ASAP program brochure that we have here. This was something that I thought was a big number, but I didn't know it was this big of a number. In 2021, the Knights donated $4.6 million and 469,000 volunteer hours to help support the pregnancy centers. Amen. 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 Yeah. Pregnancy centers need a lot of support, need a lot of help. Um, they provide assistance to nearly 2 million clients each year. Wow. So this is this is really a big deal. We'll remind our listeners that they are listening to Made for More on Spirit-Filled Radio. I am Michael Klett with my co-host, Brother Vince Vazquez. Yeah, Brother Michael, to, to work this program, the what it is is the ASAP program. For every $500, a council or assembly donates to a qualifying nonprofit pregnancy resource center or maternity home. The Supreme Council will issue a $100 grant to the same qualifying organization. So uh, there's a there's a forms involved, and one of the forms that you fill out is a grant letter, a grant request that you write to okay. Supreme for the pregnancy center. So it, it puts more money in their pocket. Yeah, so you yeah. donate 500 and the pregnancy center, resource center gets 600 Yes, yes. That is uh, you know, an amazing thing because they could certainly – Use the money. And, you know, we want to help these pregnancy resource centers because the crisis, the problems don't end with the birth, right? Um, You have a single mom. She gives birth. After the birth, the work just starts. It was actually easier while she was pregnant. Uh, She just had to uh, do things for two. But now, now with the baby, she's got diapers to change. She's got to, you know, feed them, clothe them, get them down for naps, get them to bed at night. And I remember when my son was born, it was it was a full time job between my wife and I, you know, getting him taken care of um, in a way that we wanted to do that. So anyway, going back to um, this meeting that they had the uh, of all the uh, state deputies, there was a mass and following the mass, Supreme Knight Kelly um, delivered keynote remarks in the hall beneath St. Mary's. And St. Mary's was, in fact, uh, Father McGivney's uh, parish. He noted that the state deputies were on a pilgrimage to the very place where blessed Michael McGivney founded the Knights of Columbus about 140 years ago. 
He said, think of the men who sat where you're sitting. The Supreme Knight said, think of what motivated them serving the widow, the orphan, and the most vulnerable, defending the family and the faith, building a brotherhood that gives men a path to greatness. He later added, the decisions you make and the actions you take will have an enormous impact. So it is essential that you lead with courage and conviction. So um, Knights uh, of Columbus, you need to be leading with courage and conviction. And uh, he went on, Supreme uh, Knight Kelly also urged the state deputies to advance the cause of life this year, given the landmark Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization case that was pending at the time. And uh, it did, in fact, overturn Roe v. Wade. And I wanted to talk about overturning Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade did not end abortion. Yep. All Roe v. Wade did was move it out of the federal jurisdiction back to the state jurisdictions. And the states can now make up their mind. And some states are, uh, you know, abolishing abortion. Others, like our state of California, are trying to become a mecca for for abortion. So, uh, you know, the fights for the pro-life folks out there, the fight's not over. We still have a lot of work to do to to save our unborn. Especially here in California. There's a proposition that's going to be on the ballot this next cycle, the Prop 1, that's going to include protections for abortion up to the time of delivery. Mm. And, uh, yeah, California's going to become the Mecca, or wants to become the Mecca, because you're right, the Roe v. Wade decision didn't stop abortions, but uh, fortunately it stopped abortions in a number of states that made, at least it's more difficult. Right, right. But as long as we're here in California, I think uh, I'm surprised California doesn't (laughs) provide the airfare. (laughs) Uh, I think they're talking about it. Anyway, but in a, uh, a, he said, uh, in a post-Roe world, um, we need to be there for mothers and children. They will need our help more than ever. Right. The Knights of Columbus have always been about uh, supporting the vulnerable. Back in uh, Father McGivney's day, it was um, the widow and and, uh, children of a departed brother. In the 1960s, we picked up the uh, uh, the mantle for the Special Olympics, taking care of the uh, special needs people. And we've always been pro-life. In fact, you know, we often talk about when, when we're recruiting members for the Knights of Columbus that we share our why. Why did we join the Knights? Why do we remain a Knight of Columbus? And for me, the why really is because the Knights of Columbus are probably um, the most pro-life organization that I'm aware of. Yeah. So that getting back to my, my why, um, the Knights of Columbus are the most pro-life organization I'm aware of. And I, and I really want to be pro-life from conception to natural death. And so the Knights of Columbus are a great, great place for me to be. So I'm really excited about this aid and support after pregnancy program, because uh, I think we're going to help a lot of women who uh, who give birth in less than optimum circumstances and help them raise that baby and uh, get that baby to uh, adulthood. And, and some of the ways that we can help the the uh, centers, uh, I, I know councils, most councils donate on a regular basis to pregnancy center or centers. And there's one program that's highlighted in this program is something that I've kind of been wanting to do for a while. And, I, and I've heard councils are very successful with this. And it's a baby bottle drive. It's also known as the pennies from heaven. 
And what it is is uh, you hand out empty baby bottles to your parishioners, and uh, they take it home with them, and they bring it back filled with coins, dollars, checks, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's a great way to, to get that funding uh, to help those centers. If you already have centers that you're helping, maybe bring up to another baby bottle drive uh, and maybe help some more. You know, it, that something like that, that program doesn't require a lot of effort. And if you go to our Supreme website at kfc.org, uh, and you look for our programs, you'll see the uh, ASAP program, and there's a wonderful set of ideas there. There's complete marketing kits. That's one thing that the Knights of Columbus really do great for us is when they have a program, there is sufficient resources there available for you, printed printed advertising that you, that you could fill in and post in your church and in your bulletin. There is uh, other types of... Uh, of images that you can use um, that help promote your program. And that's all available right from our Supreme website. And it's all ready to go and easy to use uh, items. So Vince, uh, do you know um, if Supreme has the baby bottles, if we can purchase the baby bottles there? Or? You know, that's what stalled me in my effort of, uh, of helping this at our, our council. I, I did, did not hear that Supreme had baby bottles. I heard that uh, none of our brothers may have had baby bottles from when we did this in the past. But that is uh, one thing. <laughs> baby bottles aren't cheap. And yeah. if you're going to buy 500 baby bottles, <laughs> they could be expensive. Yeah. So, um, you know, so that, that could be an issue. Um but it, it's an easy way. I mean, you know, we have the uh, CRS rice bowl at, uh, during Lent. That is a similar thing of just throwing your change in every day. It's not hard to do. Um, so this uh, doing a baby bottle drive, it can be done any time of year, but there are some uh, special days that um, really fit really well, like perhaps doing it from Mother's Day to Father's Day. That's about a month long, back in May to June. Um, you know, or uh, October, which is Respect Life Month, would be another great month to do it. Um, but if there's something, uh, you know, maybe around the patron saint of your parish, maybe around uh, Father McGivney, his feast day, which is August 13th, um, lots of choices there. You're listening to Made for More on Spirit Filled Radio with the host Michael Clett, which is me, and my brother Knight, brother Vince Vasquez, my co host. Yeah. You know, Brother Michael, I, I, I just, you know, I get so excited sitting here talking about all the wonderful things that the Knights can do, you know, and I, my mind starts spinning, you know, let, yeah, hey, let's, you know, I'll go ahead, I'll let me look up that baby bottle information and let, let me try to get some information and uh, maybe there is a resource available uh, at Supreme and, uh, We'll get that information back out to our listeners. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking you don't, you know, for the baby bottle drive, you don't need real baby bottles that have to, you know, have meet certain um, criteria to be sold to be used with a baby. Uh, but you know, maybe it's just a piece of plastic that looks like a baby bottle and doesn't wouldn't actually function as a baby bottle. You might be able to get that a whole lot cheaper. Another thing you can do is, um, as besides the baby bottle drive, another thing you can do is uh, have a, uh, a baby maternity item drive, right? So, I mean, the money is great because the Pregnancy Resource Center can buy, you know, pay for ultrasounds, they can buy diapers, they can buy food, but we can also donate diapers and food, and, and we get a certain amount of, of um, pride or joy or or happiness, uh, looking for the right words, um, and being able to say that we donated, you know, 2,000 diapers to the Pregnancy Center, 
and your write-ups, 2,000 diapers sounds a whole lot better than, you know, $500 because people can identify with the diapers. There's things you can do with that. You know, some other things you can do is uh, if if the uh, resource center is open to it, they can have an open house or a maternity home, have an open house so that people can see what they do and maybe meet some of the uh, people that are inside. But, you know, you, you do have to be uh, careful about privacy issues and, and uh, you know, people don't want, if mothers don't want um, the world to know that they're there, then, you know, that gets a little bit uh, more difficult. But uh, this uh, ASAP program, I am certainly excited about it. But some things to remember, you know, the Knights of Columbus believe in the dignity and worth of every human life, every human life. Uh, And the Knights of Columbus work tirelessly through prayer and action to support mothers and their children. As you saw, you know, or as you heard, uh, the Knights of Columbus have donated $4.6 million and almost 470,000 volunteer hours to pregnancy resource centers. And, you know, we don't have to be Knights of Columbus to do this. If you're listening and your parish maybe doesn't have an active uh, Knights of Columbus council or maybe your council just uh, doesn't have uh, any of these programs that we're talking about or maybe there's one that interests you, reach out to your local council. You know, say, hey, guys, can, can we do this and offer to help? I mean, we get involved. This is this is not something that can be done or is supposed to be done only by Knights of Columbus. Uh, this the the programs that we talk about. They're funneled through the Knights of Columbus, and they they're you know in this case the grant money is coming from the Supreme. But you don't have to be a Knight of Columbus to to support the pregnancy centers, and these materials are available. It's a wonderful, wonderful program. Uh, it's a, I think this program is going to be a, become a great program. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it, it is going to keep the Knights of Columbus out in the forefront of being truly pro-life, not just pro-birth, but pro-life. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, I've shared before when I when I get on social media and tell people how they're supposed to what they're supposed to know. <laughs> and if I get in the pro-life debate it's a wow you want you want to stop abortions but then you don't care about the kids afterwards we get that all the time right you know no 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 we do yeah we do and and we need to yes yes right we care about human life not just unborn life and i did read uh, a lot of times the pregnancy centers have bottles already that they will give you uh to reuse uh, the money so all right. Well, you know, Brother Michael, we've been talking about the Knights, and we, we, we talk about, uh, obviously, our shows about Knights of Columbus. And if you want to join the Knights of Columbus, you actually, know. Actually, I wanted to jump in on that. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking about even if you were not a Knight of Columbus, you uh-huh. can participate. But I wanted to take the flip side and tell our councils, this is a great program to get your parishioners involved in. And as you you work with your parishioners, um, they may get inspired by the Knights of Columbus and join because they know who you are now and they know what you do. So it's a great outreach program for the Knights. It's great for non-Knights to push the Knights to do this. It's also great for Knights to invite non-Knights in to join them as they do their, their valuable program work. Yes, yes. And and there's a lot of work that's out there. And, you know, I'm going to let a little bit of a secret out of the bag here. But we're planning a really large orange walk for life. Uh, on October 1st. So I'll ask for your prayers and our prayers of our listeners that the uh, city of Orange uh, grants our applications uh, and we're we're planning along with the offices of life and justice here at the diocese uh, 
quite the event. So pray for us, God willing, that we would have a a walk for life here in the city of Orange, uh, October 1st. Oh, fantastic. And it, you know, again, Brother Michael, we heard good news recently as well. The Knights of Columbus will offer you your first year membership free awesome. yet again. So if you want to know more about the Knights of Columbus uh, or join us, go to kfc.org forward slash join us. And the code to put in there is Blessed McGivney. There's no reason to write that down, because if you go to kfc.org forward slash join us, it's right there on the page, and your first-year membership is on the nights. Do yourself a favor. It'll be something that you would never regret uh, becoming a Knight of Columbus, and you don't have to give hours and hours, but you get many, many gifts in return. So thank you for listening to Made for More on Spirit-Filled Radio. We'll catch up with you next week. You're listening to the Spirit-Filled Radio Network, where the Bible comes to life. Good advice can be both funny and wise at the same time. Check out the words of Andrew O'Keefe of the Recovering God's Miracles program on Spirit-Filled Radio. Advice to an adult child is viewed as criticism Mm -hmm. because we don't know anything. Mm -hmm. No more than my dad and mom knew anything. My mom did, Mm -hmm. but my dad didn't. And uh, as Mark Twain once said, my dad was so dumb. When I was 15, I couldn't stand to be in the same room with him. But I was absolutely amazed at how much smarter my dad had gotten by the time I turned 21. For more, come find us at spiritfilledmedia.org. Spirit-Filled Radio is in partnership with the Roman Catholic Diocese of Orange in Southern California. Words of inspiration from the founder and president of Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry, Deacon Steve Greco. When we ask the Blessed Mother to intercede for our families, our marriages, our children, our grandchildren, unbelievable things happen. For more great content, check out spiritfilledradio.org. Spiritfilled Radio is in partnership with the Roman Catholic Diocese of Orange in Southern California. Spiritfilledradio.org. It's the feeling you get when you see a familiar face in a crowd of strangers. It's the way the embrace of a loved one feels after a hard day. That feeling is comfort. And it's what we provide to families who turn to O'Connor Mortuary in their moment of need. More than just providing quality funeral service, we provide the necessary guidance and support to help Catholic families and people of all faiths and cultures process grief and heal their hearts. We are here to help every step of the way. For compassionate comforts in a time of loss, call O'Connor Mortuary in Laguna Hills. You can reach us at 949-581-4300. That's 949-581-4300. O'Connor Mortuary is a sponsor partner of Spirit-Filled Radio. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.